Welcome to Bodaciously Her podcast, where we provide a safe space for modern women to address and demystify social and religious constructs, discover God's truth, and thrive no matter what season they find themselves in. Follow us on all platforms at Bodaciously Her. DM us at Bodaciously Her with your questions and topics that you would like us to discuss or visit us at www.bodaciouslyher.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Bodaciously Her. It's your girl T, aka His Essence, here with my girls Shauna and Kim. Hey! Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl. So today we will be talking about childhood trauma and how it manifests in adult relationships. So, Shauna, when you think about trauma, um, what what comes to mind? An adverse physical or emotional response. That's what I think about. Your body and your mind and your emotions responding negatively to something that you have encountered in your life at some point. Um, most people think about like bad things happening, accidents, rape, abuse. Sometimes it is the way your parents raised you, for example. Oh, good example, right? Always saw my mom like be hecka loyal to my dad. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, cause we, you know, my dad went through a few struggles, my mom went through struggles too. But my mom is a loyalist. And to me, I'm like, girl, like sometimes these relationships in your life, not necessarily my dad, but other people, I'm like, just let the friendship go. Like forget about it, right? What I <laughs> what I realized with me is that I'm quick to like turn a blind eye. So to other people, right? It's like, oh, your mom is a loyal. She'll stick by you. Da da da. But to me, it's like I'll be quick to just drop it off. Like eighty six the person, and that's a response. Like it's a tra- traumatic response instead of me giving somebody a, a second chance or understanding what that. Yeah. Same. It just depends on who you're talking to too. Cause my I, daughter would I, say the same thing. I would view it as boundary setting. Yeah, my daughter would say the same thing. That is boundary setting? She would see me as a loyalist. Yeah. And she's the same way. She ain't taking uh. no stuff. So, I didn't have childhood trauma, but I learned some things that set me up for trauma. Mm. Like being over generous. Yeah, mm. so that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I had an experience where, you know, a toy was taken from me and given to the neighbor child mm-hmm. because I wasn't sharing this particular Barbie. And that was your punishment. She took it and she gave it away. Mm-hmm. My grandma. I was, it was, it was a trauma at the time, but what it was trying to teach me was don't be stingy and share your stuff. Yeah. Right? But what it set me up to do was be over generous. Mm. Like yeah. if... Like, if somebody, like, you know, spending way more money on people than I spend on myself. Yeah. Because they want it, you mm. know. So and so, it, so it, it set it, me up for... To not have boundaries. To be, yeah, and to be taken advantage of. Yeah, because yeah. I think, yes, we can be givers, but there's boundaries around that, I think. Because but if you don't learn the boundary, if you learn only, Kim, don't be, don't be, you know... Don't, be, don't stingy. be stingy. Don't 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 share share everything you have. Mm. You know, give it away. Mm. I mean, you know, whatever. So what was so, meant to be a lesson ended up kind of kind of setting me up. Yeah, so yeah. then I had I to wind that thing. back. Yeah. 
you know. I see my mom, like, she's, oh, she's the same way. She can be overly generous, right? So, growing up, I was like, you, you doing the most, bro. You are absolutely doing the most. Mm-hmm. And so, now, as a grown adult, 40 years old, it's like, I'm not about to do all of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, now, I have swayed on both sides. Because one part of me would be like, I've been that friend to overly give, like give of time, give of energy, give of money, give of whatever. Like I've been a friend to be like, oh, let me help, right? Because you, you that's the one thing that, typically the one thing that you try not to be. Like I've seen my mom and sometimes I would kind of sometimes see her hurt too. You know what I mean? When she would overly give and then she doesn't feel like she gets it back in return. And so I'm like, I'm, when I'm teenage, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be that thing. I'm going to have boundaries. I'm not going to let nobody feel like I'm being used and manipulated. Da, 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 da. And you grow up, you be the same, same thing, right? Thing, yeah. And now at this new stage in life, I'm learning to set healthy boundaries. I'm not saying that one way is bad or the other way is not. It's just you have to have some type of boundary with it. It's well, okay to think- give. But if it's if I'm giving to the point where it's overextending me and I'm feeling dried out and that becomes a habit of mine, then and the that's kind of like the traumatic response. The other thing that happens in that kind of circumstance is the things that affected you in a positive way, mm-hmm. because you can look back and say, this affected me in a positive way, when you meet that person who is opposite, yeah, you feel like, you do this and they'll learn like you treat them in a particular generous way or thoughtful way or whatever empathetic way and then they're going to because they like the way it felt they're going to reciprocate that's what you think because as a child it worked on you so you think hmm if i show them this or if I tell them this, or I can teach them how to be this way. Yeah. Mm, that's so good. That's cool. I can transition. teach them how to, you know. And so the trauma comes in an adult relationship when you think that you can teach a person, an wow. adult, an adult, come how on, to Kim. be um, that kind of be that generous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they don't. You like what the heck? Like where they do that at? I, you know, I like how this felt. You know, so, and I learned you, it. Yeah, because you... And how ass- come they can't learn it too? Yes, you assume that your emotional response would be theirs. Mm-hmm. And, and that they can learn it from me. Yeah, no. Isn't that Negative. so, like, so centered? <laughs> you think that's narcissistic? <laughs> yeah. No, I think you... Yeah. you it can you, be. It, it can be. be. It's a, it's a, it's the a intent, form the or goal, not. The, the intent, intent is, is not narcissistic. Like, right. the goal is not to say... They gonna learn from, like you not presenting like oh they gonna learn from me no. because I'm generous and I'm just that. Yeah. Your intent is to try to make it better, but are you making it better for them or you? You making it better for us yes. because mm. but one of them want to make it better that yeah, way. Yeah, you your little feelings gonna <laughs> get hurt. Gonna get hurt. Yeah, exactly. you 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 know that you know it's it's, it's a Bible difficult. is true. It's Only God can change the heart of man. I can't. And, he got and the thinking change. is yeah. And the thinking is, um, you're going to like the way this feels. And because you like it, you're going to want to do it back to me. It's like when you, (laughs) it's like when you go to a good restaurant and you eat a good meal and that person is not with you and you think, man, I can't wait to bring so-and-so here. And they be like, the food wasn't that great. (laughs) You be like, no, you got to try. You're not, you're not, you ain't order the right thing. 
Yeah. You ain't drink the right. You got to put it in this sauce and do this and do that. They just didn't like the chicken, girl. <laughs> See? Facts on facts. You cannot convince <laughs> anybody to be or to like what they don't like. Right. And I think... Good or bad. Good or bad. And so if you come in with the negative stuff, mm-hmm. you know... And they don't get it. The thing, I think the key in this is that everybody's response is not your response, yes. right? Because there are people who have had, who have may have shared same similar traumatic experiences as myself, right? They may have experienced these traumatic experiences and I may have sat down and said, oh, well, you experienced that at the same age? I did too. But our response yeah to that same traumatic experience is completely different, different yes you know what you I mean? may take the high road they may take the low road they may not see the high road mm-hmm. and you can't make them see the high road that you know and it's that is so that brings me to my next question um or or statement because for me i've seen over time trauma showing up in finances and marriage right mm. and and what I mean by that, and just to give our viewers like a specific example, is unequal financial and household responsibilities, right? So for me, I can speak to the financial. I grew up with a single mom, and so I had the the drive or the manifestation that I could do it all, right? And my mom did and it you all. Could. And I could. And I and could. you are. And I, and I do, right? But just because <laughs> I can do it by myself and I'm doing it by myself, in my partnership, I didn't expect that inequality. Because that, in my mind, the whole point of partnership, like, is equal support, um, equal, equal contribution. But that did not manifest in the way that I thought. I was like, oh, like, you don't see what I see. And how come it, it, it dawned on me that you don't have the same core value as I do as it relates to equality and financial responsibility. But I, because I thought... Like, what did he think? So I... What did he think? Before you tell me what you thought, before you tell us what you thought, mm-hmm. tell us what he think. Where was the mismatch? So the mismatch was, and, and this was connected to his childhood trauma. Okay. And this is... And so sometimes your childhood trauma is so... This is why you have to discuss this before you get married. Please. <laughs> because <laughs> it could be so opposing that it now impacts your marriage. So my childhood trauma was I grew up with a single parent and I said, okay, I'm not going to do anything single, right? I'm not going to have no kids single. I'm not going to get... Like, I'm not... If I'm not married, it's not happening. I'm not going to buy a house single, even yeah. though even though I did end up buying a house single, but I just said, whatever I do, I'm going to do it in partnership because I saw all the weight my mom did, right? My mom had. Um, and that when I, in my mind, when I get in partnership, all will be well. I won't have the weight of the world on my back. Well, girl, let me tell you the lie. <laughs> let me tell you the lie. There was still weight on my back in marriage. And why? He grew up in a two-parent household but I think they were a two-parent household. Not even I think. I know they were a two-parent household with financial, some financial struggles. And so he didn't grow up having the things he wanted, right? Like the shoes, you know, the Jordans, the things to flex, so to speak. <laughs> and mm. so when he grew up, he told himself he going to buy the he whole... He going to give it. He going to buy, buy the whole Jordan, the whole Foot Locker, okay? Yeah. <laughs> 
And so he grew up and bought the whole Foot Locker in our house. Well, buy the whole Foot Locker, but why you buy the whole Foot Locker? Make sure our mortgages pay. Like, yeah. like, like well, priorities. But just, it you was, said it in the beginning. The, but his childhood trauma versus your childhood trauma. It's different. It's different. Now, y'all come to the place where childhood traumas done married each other. Right. And it, it wasn't even were, traumatic. It wasn't traumatic. It just wasn't. It was traumatic it was for him, though. It wasn't traumatic. It was, a, it was, it was traumatic just a thing. For you. It was a thing. Because <laughs> everybody around him didn't have him, Jordans. He wanted what he wanted. It wasn't traumatic. It was like, this is what we do. We're taking care of our house. We can't treat you to everything you we want. I want this and I want that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, the, the way that the way that I, we had that financial thing too early yeah. on. Yeah. My husband came from a family where they couldn't afford these dresses they were getting these designer dresses his sisters and he was getting these mm-hmm. i mean and they and they couldn't um they had struggles financially yeah. but his mother was over the top overload mm-hmm. right and he said this is my husband's word he said he hated when um people would call looking for or come around Cause you know some the insurance man used to come knock on your door, mm-hmm. or call and ask to speak to your parent, and sh- and she said, uh, "Tell him I'm not here." Mm. Uh, he said he never ever he decided as a child he would never be that kind of strapped right. where people would be calling looking for some payment for something. Yeah. Therefore, this is how it affected me mm-hmm. initially. Therefore, the broad picture, the summation is that. I can't trust nobody else with our money. Mm. I can't trust nobody else but me with our money. Yeah. Because this could happen. Yeah. And I'm not going to let it happen. And you might because you weren't raised that way. Because mm-hmm. I was raised in a family where my mother, she was a good manager, mm-hmm. but she was splurge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My grandparents, excellent managers. And my, my, yeah. my, my ideal comes from them yeah. more than my mom. Yeah. So as a couple, my grandfather would indulge my grandmother. Yeah. Cause I didn't if get she no said whatever she wanted, whatever she wanted, <laughs> he would make sure that it was coming in there. But on the same hand, my grandmother would work overtime or work a sell a house. Um, but long story short, this guy he like exposed himself in the sacks. And my mom, she would get off. So our routine for a full hot second was I would meet her in MLK library. We're going to train. We'll go home together. I got out of school early. So she was like, go to the library, study, and I'll meet you there. Same table, same location every day, right? Sitting there, look up, man. It's just standing there in the stacks. You know how you got this rows of stacks and you got tables at the end. Right. I'm sitting at the table and I'm like, you know how you feel somebody looking at you. And he just, I mean, going in. And, and I'm like. Is this for the anybody see this? <laughs> right. He's jerking off. Where yeah. is the police? Oh my goodness. Where are the police? Where are the cameras? Not <laughs> no cameras back, back in the day. day. Mm-hmm. And he just going in. Now I had to probably be in middle school, right? Traumatic. So I didn't know what to do except tell my mother when she got there, right? So I tell my mother, her being the over, she when I tell you she walked all five floors of that MLK library with the police. Shauna, is it him? Him? <laughs> oh, him? No. Him? Where is he? What did he have on? What was I'm like, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to me, I'm like, I'm never telling you nothing again. Right? Because <laughs> you didn't call the police. We over here walking through it's the library. Home. You it's got me. Home. I'm walking through the library. Now, mind you, middle school. You knew me in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like the acne, the head, the glasses, the braces. Him, him. I'm like. I just feel like I'm in the spotlight right now. <laughs> right, that's bad enough. This is bad enough that I done seen this man do this, but to her credit, she's like, I just need to protect my child. Yeah. And future children, right? Like and future children. Right, I just need he, to protect him. He can do, do that again. and do it yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, she going in the bathrooms. Is he in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm I love to think her. What I, have been a, I probably would have been a person. I love your mother. I I mother Teresa do not play. And play. so it, what I realized, like we had a conversation like later on in life mm-hmm. or whatever, not about this, but I realized that my mother's way of protecting is because the way she protected us is because of her childhood, childhood. trauma, right? Yep. And That's so it. what she Mine projected on me, generational trauma. Right. And so to her, she's like, I'm never going to let this happen to my child. I'm never going to allow this yeah, to happen to my That never ministry family. always manifests itself. And never. so she ends up putting it <laughs> on me, and never. then I end up being having some type of adult traumatic response to it. So it just becomes a cycle. My mother, yeah. she did good that intentions. even... She did that even after after I had my kids. Yeah. With my kids. Yeah. And I was like, why? Well, why do you, you know, yeah. I don't know about so-and-so and you need to watch how they, you know, watch how they do this or why. I'm like, you a little extra, yeah. you know? It's, it's just because of her childhood trauma. Yeah. yeah. You know, you need to be paying attention to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mom. Yeah. yeah. Boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went. I, I went through that. I think kids. the balance is going to be therapy. Balance for all of us is therapy. I think the balance is therapy and Jesus. Jesus, of course. Yeah. But I and honesty from and a, talking it through. I mean, yeah, and don't just therapy. don't just tell me a thing. Don't just say a thing. Take it. Give me some. Let me know. All of it, like all of it. You know, know, let me know why I don't sit on Uncle So and So lap no more. Yeah, but our parents protect us, want to protect us from that because a they feel like it's too much information for you to digest at that age, age. Uh and then b. They don't want you to look at Uncle So and So a different way. way. You still need to respect and reverence him as your uncle. Right. Yeah. Never mind that he a pedophile. <laughs> right. But he may not be a pedophile. He ain't a pedophile for real. Well, he might not be a pedophile. You just paranoid. <laughs> yeah. So wow, this, this is good. Is, it need to be. We're learning how to be a lady. Yeah. That's how the discussion at needs this, to be about learning age, how to be a lady. Changing. Right. You're learning. You know. You're moving and I, into you're your moving, you're moving into your good. young woman. Y'all taking notes. And I don't want you to. You know. I understand that you're comfortable. Instead of know. just we don't sit on Uncle So and So lap like this no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't wear a dress. You can't flip. Because can you imagine telling a five year old who's been doing some sorts in their dress for five years and then at six seven you like don't do that no more. Yeah. That's the that can cause That's some trauma. type of you don't know what's yeah. the problem. adverse reaction to right. this child. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, this is so good. So speaking on the whole don't sit on Uncle Lap. I used to not be that like I dismissed it growing up. Like oh, don't sit on Uncle Lap until Uncle tried it with me. And I was like, Oh Uncle <laughs> this is, this not, is why we, we, we this is why she said no yeah. yeah like this is why she said what she said and this is what we're not finna do so uncle touched me inappropriately and uncle was like after touching me inappropriately 
told me like, don't tell my mama. Of but, course, you keep uh, going to shoot her. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell my mama. She was licensed to carry. Doris, Doris, right. Doris had a gun. Right. Them, okay? You know them diplomatic tags, they don't put you in jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't put you in jail, got them diplomatic tags yeah. in the car. Doris was going to shoot him and arrest right. herself. How about right. that? She carried a gun and cuffs. Right. I remember. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so... Um, and, and just because he said that, I was going to say it anyway, because I'm that girl, like, the one thing about me, I'm, I was a child that wasn't fearful of, like, your threats. I was going, because I don't know what it was. I knew I had agency when I was young. Like, I knew, like, I you just, what, this what we're not fitting to do. Yeah, my mother told me, if anybody ever tells you, she said, we don't have no secrets. Right. Your friends are my friends, and right. we don't have no secrets. If anybody tell you it's a secret, you need to tell me right away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. And so she was shocked because this is like, you know, the the friend, like family friend. And he, you know, married, got his own kids, right? And, you know, she let him know. She's like, don't you ever touch my child again, <laughs> you know? And she like, she just blasted him over the phone. And it definitely made the relationship strenuous, strenuous with them and also me because, of course, he would avoid me in public. But what that trauma did, fast forward to me having my own daughter, mm. is to say, don't, don't sit on, on Uncle so and so lot, right? And I used to be like, why am I saying this? Why am I saying this so with su- such emphasis? And it was that, right? That's the reason. Um, and then also, you know, because now, because sometimes you want to, sometimes we want to erase the trauma, right? Or we don't want to acknowledge it as trauma. But the reality is like trauma has has an imprint. It has an impact. It leaves it leaves a memory, you know what I mean, that you can't quite erase even if you want to. But fast forward to my mom had a tenant and he thought because I think at the time he w- he had a TV and cable and my mom's TV was only in her bedroom. And so he thought because he allowed me to watch cable in his room, then that gave him agency over my body. No, I would cut a Negro, <laughs> even at that young age. So look, I, <laughs> I sure did. So, so what that did was, I had to call the police and one of my, and this was like, it was shades of it, you know, when I was younger. But he stayed long enough where it was like, like middle school, high school, or should I say high school, college, high school, college? Because I started college early, so everything so seems so blurry. Because I started college at sixteen, so. um so yeah, it seemed blurred, but in college was when I was like, I'm done with you. Um, and so I actually called the police. Like, I think, you know, different incidents of inappropriateness happened of touching, but I was just like, oh, I can call the police. <laughs> like, you know. 911. Yeah, like we called the police and, you know, and I, I know what it was. He choked me. He choked me because, because I didn't let him have agency over my body. Where was our act doing? Where were we? I know. Where were we? I knew you in those ages. Where were we? I know. I don't know why the girl. One of my frat brothers, my frat brother came over there and just went in on him. Oh, this is college. This is college. Yeah, this is college. We still went in. Yeah, it was like one of them summer breaks. You know what I mean? We were still in the picture. And... And yeah, so I ca- called the police. And actually, that's when I moved out early. I was like, why she leave her mama so early? That's when I moved out. That was mm-hmm. my threshold. Everybody got their threshold. I was like, I'm not finna live with this dude. Because he he felt like he didn't have any boundaries, right? And I just knew he gonna keep pushing it till, God forbid, we have a rape incident. And I was like, no, I'm leaving. And 
unfortunately, I think it goes back to that single mama trauma. My mother was willing, unfortunately, even though there were multiple incidents of inappropriate touching, she was willing to let him stay, mm. right? Because mama was single. He ain't crossed the line. Inappropriate touching wasn't her threshold. It was for me because he, he didn't know where to stop. You know what I'm saying? You put and, your hands around my neck? Yeah. And then I when he... Know, yeah. Going to jail. Yeah. So I was like, oh, if he not finna leave, I'm leaving. Bye. Bye, ma. And so she didn't think out. And I and I still took him to court. And, you know, it was a court incident everything. Um, and he eventually well, moved trauma. out. Yeah. That's trauma. That's trauma. Yeah. And so that was another reason why I was like, oh, ain't no dude ever putting their hands on me. Like, even if I feel like you're going to raise your hand, that's the end of that. I would have been so traumatized. Was... <laughs> Listen, it wouldn't even have been him. I'd have been traumatized because my mother didn't put his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you can say it, girl. My mother that. didn't put his tail out. She yeah. said ass. Yeah. But that, but that goes back to that trauma, right? Um, I took my reverend hat off yeah, for a she second. For two point five. I put it back on right now. Yeah. Okay, go. And, and, and this is no shot at my mother before y'all drag my, my mom on No, I ain't dragging them. Don't you better not, not drag no they, doors. They, they don't have no right. But it goes back to what I say. What I mean by like, when you feel like you got the world on your back as yeah. a single parent, mm. and you're like, well, I can't pay these bills by myself. Yeah, He's paying the bills. He ain't really mm. crossed the line. You know, as far as he was, she was concerned. I'm like, nah, he done put his hands on me. I didn't call the police. My frat brother got to get a fault. I'm exiting. And I got my coins to leave. Oh, bye, Felicia. So I left my mother's house at 20. I bought my house at 20. Yeah. Not that I wanted to, but I was, like, forced to. Like, I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> bye. You ain't got to tell me, you ain't got to tell me nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and I think as a result of that, that trauma caused me to be more and more independent, right? Because at 20, I bought a house. What you going to tell me? Nothing. <laughs> you not finna tell me nothing. Nobody saying nothing yeah, to you. What you finna tell me? Like, and I just had to connect all those dots. But I, like I said, sometimes you move through life and you don't sit to think about those incidents that brought about where you are, who you are today. And, and um, <laughs> see, this is how come I love the word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back, to learning these things we can see both that the trauma can be the thing that pushes us in the right direction Mm -hmm. the trauma can be the thing that that helps us to mature yeah Yeah, all things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. works Mm -hmm. together yeah now not to say um that you shouldn't get help and you shouldn't get understanding Mm -hmm. but if you trust God and you really look into it and we can pull out the negative and the positive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. step stay with the positive yeah. and make uh make changes and make alterations mm-hmm. to the negative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that childhood trauma or that look back on that childhood, it can speak volumes yeah. to where we are in our lives yeah. right now. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I think, you know, so when, when you like, she type A woman, find out the root cause of the type A woman. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Ask why. Men ask why more often. Okay. 
Ask is a yourselves why, why yeah. about yourselves. Yeah. Then ask them why about them. Yeah. And, you know, be patient as they walk through the defensiveness. Yes. You know, be patient. They're going to be defensive for one, for some reason. Something happened. Yeah. You know, something happened. Um, walk it through. And there's no my childhood better than your childhood kind of scenario. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You know, you're only child, so this doesn't... You don't, yeah, no, you don't no, know no. what that person had experienced. Right. Even if, and you don't also don't know because, you know, what may look good on the outside, you know, you don't know what was going on in that person. Thank you for listening to the Bodaciously Her podcast. Don't forget to rate, like, comment, share, review, and subscribe to our podcast.